You're listening to the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. The Morning Buzz on 90.3. 90.3. 90.3. 90.3 WMSC. WMSC. WMSC Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Good morning, all. It is May 18th, 2021, here on the Tuesday edition of the Morning Buzz here at 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Hello, all. I hope it's a good morning for everyone out there. My name is Amanda Marino, and I'm joined alongside Caitlin Arista Saba and Emma Coughlin. How are you guys today? Excited. Last buzz. Last buzz of the semester. I have. I'm bittersweet about it. I'm. Yeah. I'm happy because it's the end of the semester, but I'm sad because guys, this is the last Tuesday edition, and it's the last one for me. Yeah, so you're sad. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't, and I'm gonna miss all of you guys. But I'm excited to see what you all do in the future. And I'm not getting any waterworks yet because we still got a show to do. Also, we still have the rest of the week, so good stuff. True. But. Before we get into our show, which is going to be a special show today, later in the show, we actually have a special interview with Chris Kunish, who I hope I pronounced his name right, who is actually the owner of a popular spot in Al- called Allendale Bar and Grill in Bergen County. So that's going to be exciting to talk about kind of like how restrictions have been during COVID with being in a restaurant and maybe talking about the minimum wage and stuff like that. And otherwise, though, before we get into the rest of the show... This news is brought to you by 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. Good morning. President Biden announced the U.S. will be sending 80 million doses to countries in need. But experts say it is enough. The U.S. has a supply of about 400 million to 520 President Biden announced that the U.S. will be sending, spending, sending 80 million doses of the coronavirus vaccine to countries in need, but experts say it isn't enough. The U.S. has a supply of about 400 million to 500 million doses of the vaccine, according to the New York Times. There is no plan to send any more doses out as of yet. However, the U.S. does plan to send 60 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine once it is cleared by the FDA. Violence in Gaza is continuing as Palestinians across Israel go on strike in protest. President Biden expressed his support for a ceasefire on Monday. However, he did not condemn the actions of Israel, unlike several other countries. There is still no end in sight, and there is fear that protesters could soon escalate and spread the conflict. Governor Murphy signed an executive order on Monday to drop the outdoor public mask mandate in New Jersey. He still says it is too soon to drop the indoor mask mandate, despite every other state adopting the CDC's new guidelines that do not require vaccinated people to wear a mask indoors. It is a beautiful day in Montclair. The sun will be out all day with a high of 81 and a low of 54. So happy summer, everyone. And this concludes your news update for May 18th, 2021. And I'm Emma Coughlin. Yeah, it it is like summer out there, isn't it? It feels like, I don't know. I feel like we jumped to that really fast, which is insane. Yeah, it was, it was like, like cold last week. It was. We had some warm days, but then it jumped back to like spring. But I guess it's here now. So yay. 
Yeah, which like I'm excited about, but like it's just so it was so random because I remember like, you know, growing up a lot of times like June would be like still be freezing at times like you would have like those days where it was like 50 degrees and you were like it's cold outside so whatever though I guess that's (laughs) that's the way of living but I'm not gonna complain because I'll take 80 degrees any day and I'll just yeah be chilling it'll be nice but I've been waiting for this weather (laughs) anyway Caitlin do you want to hit us with the first story which was also mentioned in Emma's newscast this morning Yes, of course. So NJ.com, of course, we're going to talk about Governor Murphy doubling down on the indoor mask mandate while all the other states choose not to, um, especially like our neighboring states, New York, Pennsylvania. This is crazy because he said that we he's uh, the outdoor mask mandate has been lifted, but the indoor mask mandate still stands. So you do have to wear a mask indoors, even if you're vaccinated. And it's a pretty big deal, especially because everybody's adopting the CDC guidelines to not wear a mask. And I'm grateful for this. Thank you, Governor Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do find this interesting, though, because like for majority of the pandemic, like New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and a few other states have kind of been doing the same thing. They kind of followed each other. It'd be like, okay, New York's opening to 25% capacity. Okay, New Jersey's going to do the same and Pennsylvania will do this. Like, cause we were all in the same general area. But now I find this is going to kind of be weird because New York already announced that they're getting rid of it. So did Pennsylvania and Delaware and Connecticut. So what do we think? think about that like technically right now new jersey is the only state currently in the united states with not having with having a mask mandate still inside i mean that makes me feel better about going back to work like being with people oh yeah for sure i know emma like do you does that mean like your like customers don't have to wear a mask anymore at your place um, of work so honestly like i haven't really seen that much of a difference the only time that um, I saw people without them that was like different was I went to Raymore and Flanagan like over the weekend to help my parents pick out a couch and it was not required for people to have a mask in there. So some of the like salespeople didn't have them and then some of the customers didn't, but like it's such a big like showroom that it it didn't really bother me because they were like at least six feet away like the whole time. Personally, at my work, we still require masks. Um, the only difference is sometimes people are a lot ruder to me when I ask them to put on a mask, but for the most part, people are really understanding. Um, and I think part part of that is because of where I live. Like, I live right outside of Philadelphia, so people are still pretty, like, cautious about it. I think if I went, like, 15 minutes, like, west, I think it might be a little bit different. Um, people probably aren't wearing masks as much Um, but right here in Philly not much has changed so that's I kind of find this interesting that it's just New Jersey I think it it kind of depends on the individual areas as well so I don't know yeah and I mean it's important to note from the CDC announcement last week just because they said you don't have to wear a mask anymore doesn't mean you don't have to. You could still, if you feel uncomfortable or in certain settings you feel uncomfortable, you could still wear a mask. Personally, I'm still wearing a mask unless I'm with a group of friends that I know is like all vaccinated or whatever the case may be, or in you're like in a small space, or if you're just like, you know, kind of in like not a crowded area, that's fine. Like, I feel like that's a different thing. But for me, like, 
I got to go back to work. I'm going to continue wearing a mask, even if this gets lifted tomorrow, for instance, you know, like I'm going to continue wearing it because I'm coming across people all day that I don't know. And that's the biggest thing. Like when you're with a group of people, you know, you can kind of control your setting, but it's like, you know, we can't control the weather. So how can you control like what other people are going to be walking in that might have COVID or might have not wanted to get the vaccine? And I think that's really important to keep in mind. And then there's like the whole thing too with um, how do you know, like somebody has to prove that they're vaccinated. They have to show their card because they're saying like vaccinated people don't need to wear a mask and people could just lie. I that becomes like, the issue too. And right now we have Ben Petrick that's also joining us and he will be joining in on this conversation. Ben, we are talking about how New Jersey still is the, currently is the only state with the uh, inside mask mandate still in place. Um, currently New Jersey yesterday did uh, allow for outside, which I also, I don't know if you guys thought the same thing, but I thought the outside one was already lifted months ago. Like, or not even maybe months ago, but at least a month ago. I was surprised yeah, I to read so that too. I, I genuinely was prepared to have my mask on until 2022. So like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that moment where you weren't paying attention, you're like, ah, oh, everyone's still wearing masks. Well, <laughs> I think it's interesting too, because I was, I, I don't really remember where this study was done, but I did see a few studies that were being done that said the people that are in hospitals right now or that are still getting COVID where they're like, those numbers are getting counted. It's people that didn't get the vaccine. And that's what's interesting to note, too, because for a majority of the time, yes, sure. Could you get COVID still with the vaccine? Yes. But most of the time, it's you're asymptomatic. So you're only really noticing unless you maybe have like maybe a few sniffles or you're getting tested regularly. And that's what a lot of people are saying. They're getting tested regularly. And then when they're getting tested, then they're like, oh, I'm coming up positive. See, so, it's like our, our general manager, Annabella, always says you either get the vaccine or you eventually get COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and if you know if you get COVID now the assumption would be then you would just have less symptoms or no symptoms at all so I don't think it's that crazy uh so I don't know I I'm I I know Governor Murphy did say in the next few weeks he's hoping to eliminate the mask mandate but I don't know I guess we're gonna see I just find it weird that this was the only state that still has it because New York is done so this would mean that we don't have to wear masks No, no, it wouldn't be a requirement anymore. Businesses, though, could still do what they want. So it was released on, I think it was like Friday or Saturday, that, you know, certain, you know, businesses are keeping the mask, are getting rid of the mask mandate. Starbucks, Publix, Home Depot, a few other places like that have decided, unless the state, yeah, unless the state says otherwise, they're allowed to get rid of the mask mandate in their those places. So, like, for instance, if you go into a Starbucks in New Jersey, you're still wearing a mask. But if you go in New York... It's up to the store. Like, up to wait, the store. does that mean, like, you can go to Starbucks on one corner and they'll require a mask and then the one a few blocks down won't? I mean... Like, it's individual choosing? I think no, because I'm pretty sure at that point Starbucks is, like... I mean, maybe the person that's in charge... If they're in charge of, like, a few different Starbuckses, you know what I mean? Like like five different Starbucks in New York and they decide I want to keep it like maybe, but I'm pretty sure at that point, like you would just follow what the guidance from the governor is at that point, which is that you could don't have to wear your mask. I'm going to be so nervous when New Jersey actually says lifts the indoor mask mandate. I'm not no, well, and that's that, the but... thing. So like other business is going to do something different. Like, so Caitlin, you work for like more of a small business, right? Yeah. So 
they might do something different than like you know like like we just said a starbucks so that we keep masks Uh. so i mean personally like i work wait does that mean like planes too like if you travel you go to an airport people don't have to wear masks because that's actually disgusting I can. Uh, there's like, so many people in an airport. It would depend on it would depend on the airline. I think at that point because the, are you coming to the realization that the world was gonna? Are you? You think it's now gross that we're taking off our masks? Well, here's the I thing. don't know. It's just weird to think about. So, like we've been wearing masks for so long, it's and the only people I know who travel. It's been one I, year. Okay, but like masks. even the people who are traveling now are wearing masks. So it's just crazy to like. It would probably I'm depend thinking. on the airline. I would think. I because I know it's like weird because you're technically in that tight space but like for instance Delta just announced like a few weeks ago that they're getting rid of the option of they're not being someone in the middle seat because they want to sell seats so like basically there used to be they wouldn't seat somebody in the middle so that you wouldn't all be on top of each other now they're getting rid of that so done that years ago that's the worst yeah honestly the one thing with the pandemic is one guy the one thing so weird the one that thing the pandemic me. has taught me is that there's certain things that I would love to have kept, you know, like the social distancing when you're at like a store or something and the people are on top of you, like, you know, stand back, let me have like some of my personal space, you know, things like that. But uh, yeah, uh, Emma, I'm, what were you going to try to say? I'm going on an airplane on Wednesday or tomorrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Tuesday um, <laughs> tomorrow. And we haven't gotten any, like you get the guidelines. I forget what airline it is. I think it's United. I could be wrong you get like the guidelines of what you're supposed to do so like you're supposed to wear a mask on the plane and we haven't gotten any notifications that that's different so as of now I think you do have to wear masks on planes but if that's not the case I'll let y'all know <laughs> uh, yeah I mean you'll have to let us know I think it's definitely like I said the gonna be an airline you fly out of New Jersey everyone's like whoa it's well, gonna I'm be flying out of PA so I'm not even in New Jersey oh oh wait yeah. a minute oh yeah you're right so it's definitely going to be an airline by airline basis, I think, because if Delta made certain rules and then United does something different, it's going to be, it's again, they're all businesses. So they're just trying to figure out what works for them as a company. So I don't know. We're going to see. So I'm interesting. It's Caitlin, like how did you get so into mass that it's been one year and like, you can't fathom what we've been doing for the last 19 years of your life. I, I really can't though. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> can we, the, we're going back to normal. It's probably from like dealing with customers that work too, though. Like, it's so scarred were you last year? <laughs> they really messed you up. I mean, like, I, I agree with Caitlin. I kind of liked the whole like personal space thing, and Amanda said it too. I liked it. It was kind of nice. Nobody wanted to get near you. I didn't want to get near them. Exactly. I kind of wanted to go back nice. to the. I like the what we learned that I can't wait to start doing is because people in China would wear masks when they're in big cities due to the smell, to the pollution, to the just everything just a lot of people are there and that i wouldn't mind because i wouldn't mind i would see myself like let's say like sometimes new york is kind of gross like i wouldn't mind if like i'm not feeling like getting sick just putting on a mask while i'm in, while I'm in uh, new york like if i have some place to be the next day if i go to new york that's a good idea now to wear masks that we've learned but like also yeah. you're sick too like and you're going to work or something, but like not sick enough to like call out, but like you use it for now. You put on a mask, you don't get anybody else sick and you can still go to work. I don't know. I think they'll be around. There's not so many use uses for it that can be super responsible. 
But when I'm around the same people that I work with in the tight quarters, like, I mean, that's something to think about too. Like going back into like, all right, take an office building, for instance, you're basically working with the same people and how many people are actually coming into your building that are not like part of your workforce. You know what I mean? Like, so then it's, you're controlling your environment. If you know that everyone's vaccinated, what's the point? You don't need to wear it. If like, you know who you're with. Yeah. But- how often did before, how often before this virus did you not even consider the fact that that person could get you sick exactly yeah. so <laughs> I, I, mean, That's what I mean our whole mentality has changed I think it really is just going to depend on where your position is like me and you Caitlin like we work and I, I'm pretty sure Ben I don't know if he still works at Domino's and Emma we work with the the um the general public you're coming across people you don't know so like I don't know that would make me want to just continue wearing a mask just to like I at least feel safer but I mean, like, I, I know, like, for my job, like, when I'm around my friends at work, like, we'll take down our masks, like, to eat and stuff around each other, because at least that's how it was last summer, because we were just, it was, like, me and, like, two other people that, mm-hmm. like, I knew, and that they weren't going out, but then at the same time, a couple of my coworkers got COVID. I, I didn't, but, like, I don't know. It's still scary. Good. Well, first of all, that means if you didn't get it, they didn't get it at work. (laughs) Well, I know they didn't get it at work, but I could have gotten it from them, but uh, I didn't. You're right. But uh, I think, yeah, I just think that we've all been super scarred from how the mask was going to be the thing. But uh, isn't it the mask protected people that had COVID from giving COVID more than it protected you from getting it? That's why like vaccinated people don't need to. I will say with everything opening up, like I've been seeing a lot of concerts like starting to come back, like, you know, with touring and I've been seeing like, you know, obviously Broadway shows are coming back, all that kind of stuff. That's where I'm getting a little more worried where, you know, you're going to be in a tight space. And then it's just like, oh, I thought kind of masks were going to be here while we were testing the waters with us. And then we were going to go forward. Well, that's one of those that you go at your own risk then. Like those, like those are you go at your own risk. Like if you don't care about the consequences, that's how it all, I think that this is going to be the new big thing, is that because we done all we can do to protect you from it, it's at the point where it's like, now you kind of just kind of go at your own risk. We're not going to be afraid of it anymore. Like the we, We've given all we can give for this time to go back to living lives post-COVID now, and I think that's what the world's getting ready to do, and if we keep and like now there's so many people that genuinely even back before that would not care if they put that themselves at risk. And now they're like, well, now we can allow you because now it's kind of on you if you get it kind of thing. Like we've done all we can do. Mm-hmm. And it's at the point where it's just now everyone goes at their own risk, just like they did before. If you were afraid of being near a yeah. bunch of people before COVID, you didn't go to these things. So now there's just a bunch of more people that are afraid of being near a bunch of people for those consequences. That's true. It's really just at your own risk. At least that means my Harry Styles concert probably won't get rescheduled again. So When's your Harry Styles concert? It got rescheduled to October. Yeah, it won't at this point because yeah. um, I've been seeing concerts for like July, August, September. So mm-hmm. you probably won't. Wait, Ben, when's the Luke Combs concert? December. He's got some time. I would, I would go to that. I'd go to that. Can you still mandate masks? Like, 
I don't know where yeah, you're is that a business they can mandate oh yeah a, con- a concert venue it would be a venue and also the the artists could just you know decide to postpone but think about how much they're losing like money wise them and the record company they probably would say like nah you got to do it you think like uh, different if artists you are uncomfortable and you were the artist you put plexiglass right in front of you Problem yeah, but do you think that the artist could require masks? Like, if you have like, like, not the artist. go to MSG and be like, I want everyone to wear masks. No. Could you imagine that artist well, being so square to his audience, because being like, please put on masks? It's like a business transaction. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think like requires that like her like attendees like put their cell phones away. Like they're not allowed to have their cell phones like at the concert. So if like she can do that, it's- I'm pretty sure they could say i want people to wear masks but that's different with the phone thing because that's like you know certain venues they that you're recording it for something and they want it to be like they don't want distractions in a sense but harry styles concert or a luke combs concert it's gonna depend on the venue yeah if luke combs told people not to wear masks remember his audience well that yeah that wouldn't work that's what i mean though like artists have like harry styles audience would probably be down to wear masks but still at the end of the day there's a lot of people that we if you if you pull a if you pull one of those moves of don't put your phones away it's just as bad as put on a mask i will say from putting their phones like i when i went to the vmas they put our phones in these little pouches and they lock because well that's on television that's, yeah because you're on exactly but how do you do that for a concert like do they take your phone do they lock it like exactly because they want they don't want it like out there before other people sometimes like if they're filming it for something like netflix things like that um yeah it made sense for the vma i know i went to go see this is pre-pandemic obviously i went to go see the jimmy fallon show and we had to hide our phones and we couldn't like you know because it was something that was going to air later that week and all the live tapings are like take pictures or anything or videos because then we would be like you know saying what happened prior to yeah if they see you they kick you out yeah but anyways, because we've been talking about a lot of COVID news, with specifically COVID and masks and stuff, let's talk about something else that came out big during COVID. And that is the idea of bringing up the $15 minimum wage. Now, I know we probably all have our opinions on this and such. Last week, McDonald's actually announced that they're raising their wages. Um, unfortunately, it's not to $15 like most people would want. It's going to kind of range from 11 to $17 an hour for entry level, um, obviously depending on your location because certain states have a requirement that you have to be paying a certain amount. Um, but it's interesting to note that they're one of the ones that isn't like kind of like falling into doing the minimum wage, like raising it to 15 like places like Starbucks and, you know, um, Best Buy and a lot of those other kind of places are already at that $15 minimum wage. So this is just like a really interesting thing to kind of just talk about and what you guys think about it. I Wait, do hold wanna... on. What restaurant did you just compare? What restaurant? I, I'm you compared about... McDonald's workers' wages to Best Buy and Starbucks. Well, I'm saying... Your answer is point... provided right there. <laughs> well, I'm making the point that it's still a job that it's like a lot of times would be a minimum wage. Target's $15, things like that. Like a lot of companies have already started to that. And it's something important to note because this is an article from the New York Times. The person that they interviewed during it said that the person has been making for eight years is only making $9.40. and have been there for eight years. And you could say whatever you want about, you know, it's McDonald's, whatever, but that's ridiculous. And I kind of wanted to just hear your thoughts about the minimum wage, kind of, do you think this is crazy? Do you think this is like a good thing? Like, what do you guys think? 
nine dollars is crazy because i know well new, everybody's different but new jersey's minimum wage is 12 now i think is it yeah it, was it was at 11 last year and i believe it's raised up to 12 now yeah it goes up a little every year isn't like the max gonna be 15 soon yeah yeah pa is still at like 775 i think oh my god yeah which is not great we're um, wealthy over here, guys. <laughs> say we just have a higher and cost I mean, of living. I mean, I get like with the PA thing, it's a different price of living than New Jersey. It's a lot cheaper to live in Pennsylvania than it is like New Jersey, and we could all say that. Yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, seven seventy-five is also just not a lot to live on anyway. Like, why live. isn't it at like at least eight or nine dollars? Like, come on! And it's been at seven something for a while now. Like. Yeah, come on. No, it should at least be double digits. Everybody should at least be making double digits. Well, and the thing is, is like, I, I feel like I know the arguments against the $15 minimum wage across the board, and I understand it. But at the same time, I just think, like, from my own personal experience, like, I've seen people who work so hard and can't really, like, afford to, like, get basically what they need based on what they're paid and that's not okay no it's not no not at all so i don't know what the perfect answer is to that but it's something that needs to be fixed for sure so because i mean i do work for a small business and i understand like they can't always pay you know people a good amount of money because they can't afford it but then at the same time like I kind of asked myself, like, well, if you can't pay your employees, then can you be open? But I don't know. Well, you got to remember, you got to, it's part of the job description. If you have to pay for your kind of house that you live in, you got to know how much that's going to cost you. You got to know you got to get the right jobs or sometimes take on two. Because if you're at the point where you have to work at a McDonald's, or a Domino's, and you that's what you have to do you got to be prepared that those jobs don't pay a lot and you have to be able to understand that you got to move forward from that that's just pure but where do we draw the line with that too because that also goes into the idea of you know we're still a lot of kids are still paying off their or adults i'm sorry adults are paying off their student debt still and from colleges that they attended and people are working teaching jobs and stuff and have to pick up a second job at said you know, maybe a McDonald's or a Domino's or a Krispy Kreme or wherever else you're wanting to work. So the fact is why, you know, you can go get an education. You can go get that. Like, you know, I went and got a degree, I got a master's, whatever, and you could get a lot of more jobs open up to you, but it doesn't mean you're going to get paid the proper amount either. Like, I don't know if you've checked at, checked out teachers' salaries in a while, but teachers don't make a lot. So a lot of them have to work summer jobs and things like that. And to me, that it's just ridiculous that then we're then sitting at like an $8 minimum wage in some places. Like Emma just said, seven seventy five in Pennsylvania. That's crazy. I also think of people too, like, um, you know, those who were formerly incarcerated or people in rehab who like have to restart their lives. Um, it, it's almost impossible to do right now because mm-hmm. no one wants to hire you and the people who do want to hire you don't pay you enough. So then how can you, you know, get your well, all right. this life is, this together is the, if you're not 
paid correctly. I mean, there were tons of people who came and worked for my work who were coming out of rehab or something else. That, and it was really kind of like, you know, like my boss did hire them and that's great, but like they're not paid enough to really like get their feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, here, that's can I tell you this story, Emma? That will probably, first of all, if you are incarcerated and or you have gone through rehab you've gone through anything there's always a way up we've seen it a hundred times it's just harder sometimes you deserve it to be harder you messed up in life like you've done wrong things so you deserve it for it to be more difficult than a person that's done everything right like a person like caitlin that is goody two shoes over here deserves to have a easier ride to do things than it should be for a person Okay, I think that's kind of a little bit unfair, though, to say. How is that unfair? If someone's been doing wrong things in life, shouldn't they have it harder than a person that's done right things in life? Well, I think it's not so much even about it being harder. I think sometimes it's just not fair. Like it's impossible. It isn't fair. You did something wrong. It should be less fair for you. Impossible. Like sometimes that's not true. That's not true. I've seen so many people go through dominoes and use that job as a stepping stool to get a better job. I've seen a person that was incarcerated for holding drugs for two years, go through Domino's, work there, and I watched her. And as she did that, she got a better education, used that education to get into the real estate business. And she she said she got rejected 17 times getting to that, re- but she didn't quit. It's harder for her. And I said, that must've been, how'd you keep going? And she's like, cause it's gonna be harder for me. People are gonna see my record and be like, I don't want you. And so I gave them a less of a reason to say no. And the second that that happens, that is is she finally got it. Now she gets paid more than a lot of people that I know. She gets paid very handsomely. It's going to be harder because you did what you did. No, that's Ben. I completely agree with you that, that there are success stories like that, but I, I am telling you, I don't think that always happens. And I don't think it's always their fault. I think sometimes there is not enough support provided to them for that can be mental health. That can be, any type of help they're not getting it and And I think that's specifically one example of an issue like I mean there's plenty of other reasons why people are working minimum wage jobs I mean look at right now for instance the economy is terrible it's terrible and for me going out looking for entry level jobs right now it's hard they want like four years experience for you to work here which is don't even get me started on that that's unreasonable for someone that's just coming out of college but in that instance, what am I going to have to do this summer? I'm going to have to continue working my part-time job because I don't have money. But guess what? My student loans start. Um, I have other expenses to pay, which is like, yeah, I did my time. I did college. I did that. But that's, and I'm not the only one in that case. I know people that have been out of college for a year or two now and are still struggling to get a good job because it's hard. It's not easy. So yeah. like, I feel like that's the same thing. Why should they have to suffer as well? With like well, a minimum wage. just a painful to be successful in. It's I, hard. Well, it's not like, about success. It's about basic needs. It's not about success. It's, it's about having a place to live that is adequate to your needs, basically. It's about being able to pay for food. It's about being able to pay for utilities. I don't think it's really about success for most of these people. I don't think the majority of people working at McDonald's for however many years 
it's not about success. It's about just getting food on the table. And that should not be a struggle for anyone in this country, in my opinion. This country has way too much money for its citizens to not be able to put food on the table. Yeah, for sure. I I completely agree with that. It's just... (sighs) I don't know. Like, I'm not going to complain because I do make a g- over minimum wage at my job. Uh, but that's one instance of a company that you're working at. Kaylin, but- nice flex by saying me too, by the way. <laughs> but- Kaylin, I just want everyone to know. I mean, it's true. <laughs> but like, it, it it's ridiculous to me, especially when hearing in this article too with McDonald's, that the person has been making the same salary for like, or like less than double digits for eight years of working there the point That's is ridiculous working, out. Why do you, the issue should at least go up a dollar every quit. year if like i quit my one of the best jobs i ever got to work at over money like my favorite job to have ever worked at was at the boardwalk where where of course the people that work at that used to be here at the radio station aj and steven also worked there with me i just worked at a different area um like that was the most fun but they didn't pay me enough so i just said are you gonna pay me more and they said no and i walked out it was one of those, and I went and f- went and found something that's better. And I, I went guess and I, I feel like for a job for two months till I found a better job. Over time, you're supposed to make more technically after yeah. you yeah, yeah. yeah like not for a certain well. Amount of, time. of course, you are, but some jobs just don't do that. Sometimes it's not. It's not like a when you get a job, it's not like the unless it's in your contract when you get a job, they don't have to give you a raise. They really don't. They never had to. It's not an obligation, and it never was. We have to, so they never did. So I was like, I'll bomb peace and out. Bye. So now question for you, Ben, then. So because you've been playing like the other side, I feel like with this this discussion about like, you know, the minimum wage thing. So if if let's say, you know, something within the next year, like within the Biden administration, it's a federal minimum wage is $15. You have a problem with that? No, it's just I, I bid everyone trying to get a job. Good luck because there's going to be a lot less jobs. That's like that's just how it is. I don't mind either way because there's always going to be a job available if you really think about it. But um, I think there would be more jobs for people younger than us. So when we, I, I think that I don't mind that adults get 15 of a minimum, but it's so difficult to get kids jobs. I believe it will become because then do you really want to trust a teenager that's on their phone for $15 an hour and that's something that I've noticed for small businesses, not really corporate, but really mostly small businesses. I don't, I don't know if I'll see it or not. I'm not sure. And frankly, I'm past that. So I'm not sure what will happen, but I would be very nervous if I was a parent with a child that's going to start needing a job soon. And then look that that's going to be even harder for them. It's harder to get a job because the businesses will be like, I don't want to shell out as much money. So it's going to be one of those things. It's going to be harder to work over 40 hours, which is going to be unfortunate. I, um, it's a really, children shouldn't be working 40 hours, Ben. Yeah. I worked 100 hours as a 16-year-old. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm hey, just saying, that though, car, that's not that normal. Car, that car that I got to buy right when I turned 17 was pretty cool. I actually bought it before I was 17 because I worked so many hours. See, but that's a luxury, too. It's like the whole thing. Like, if you, if you're a kid that's working to help your family out, like you shouldn't have to be, you shouldn't be working because you have no other option because your family can't afford things. Like you're, even if your parents don't have like really amazing jobs, even if your parents work at like McDonald's, they should be able to, like we were saying, like put food on the table, have basic utilities. Like they shouldn't yeah. require their child to work. Like if your kid wants to work, that's fine. Cause I wanted to work when I was young because I just wanted to work. We already have that. That's, isn't that welfare? No, just what it is. 
what do you mean like that you can get like food on the table and stuff like they that use, they pay for you yeah yeah but it's hard to get into those programs too yeah, like the government because they're giving sense. you yeah, money to just, live your life they don't just hand that out to everyone it's like yeah, they don't like, want to. <laughs> it's like almost like uh do you have you i'm sure you all filled out you know like the fafsa when you guys went to college like, oh, they, ask like so financial aid. they ask so many questions and they'll be like you could afford college you could afford college and it's like no i can't like yeah. my yeah. parent makes x amount of money and like they or whatever i don't have the money to attend college or they'd be like oh you have siblings cool you 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 have to have enough money and it's like no that's not the case and it's the same idea people like the government kind of a lot of times thinks we have enough money to survive and that's not true and you need like special access to sometimes get into these programs or like be considered like you know making not enough money and that's not you know it's it's just truly not fair and I'm not saying that everything has to be fair but it's just like why are we still looking at states that have a minimum wage of under ten dollars I that that's like crazy to me it is. It's as a person who lives in a state where it's <laughs> below $10, it is an issue. Um, and I understand what you're saying about the, with the kids, Ben, I, I understand. Cause it, yeah, I mean, I was somebody who wanted to work too when I was like 16. Um, but I think that like some of like that would be sort of an exception too, where it's like, if you're under 18, like you don't have to get paid $15 an hour, which really wouldn't be a big deal because if everybody's, every adult is getting paid $15 an hour, then it would make sense for the kid to make less. Yeah. Yeah. It would be fine. Like, you know, I don't think anybody would have a problem. You do that. that And then they'd hire a bunch of kids and then adults wouldn't get jobs and we're right back to square one. But, um, true. The the question (laughs) is, is yeah. So if you go up, you're losing people's opportunities, especially younger people. And then if you go down, you open up younger people, which hurts the old people. And that's why we raised minimum wage, because people that were older couldn't afford to live by themselves. So with every pro, there will always be a super con that will show. And then we'll complain about it until it's changing. And then we're going to go back and then they're going to do complaining. And then it'll be there's always a con. And that con is the worst thing to ever happen on this planet when it affects us i'm gonna bring up complain about it something else though ben because also during the pandemic we did face like a lot of like shortage of staffing because people went on to unemployment and stuff and because they didn't feel safe to work or whatever the case may be now a lot of times restaurants and all these other places are saying they don't want to come back like because you know staffers like i'm making more on unemployment like why would i come back and i'm not getting treated fairly at my job and i'm not getting you know enough money so get another job and then leave in that case i feel for the people because why should they go back to a job where they don't feel you do what i did you get another job and then you peace out i did that different job i got treated like crap at one and then i got another job and then when i got the other job in hand i pieced them out and then I did. That's not as easy for everyone, too. I mean, not everybody lives in a populated area like New Jersey or New York where there is a lot more restaurants and, like, you know, stores and places to get hired. Like, a lot of people, like, you know, might live in, like, the middle of the country where, you know, something there might not be, like, like it's not, like, crowded. It's not like, like it takes 20 miles to get to the next city by horseback in other, well, okay, in other states. Then, no, I know, but how are they affording gas or the transportation to get to said place if they don't have the job to... I'm aware, know? but if the if it's okay you get another job 
and it you um, figure it out. Like you go it. and you look for other jobs and you stay at yours. So there's still the income at your crappy job and you go until you find one that fits your criteria. That's how it's always been. I'm going to interject here for a minute. Um, I do have a friend. She's 31 years old. She has two children. She just left my job because she was being treated poorly. She started another job immediately, which was great that she got that job. She was again treated poorly. So she had to leave. Um, she's now working as a Lyft driver, which is not enough to provide for two kids. Um, luckily she does have people to help her like friends, but I mean, she can't, she's having trouble finding another job. So it's not always that simple. And I mean, she's, you know, it she's isn't, great it isn't easy to find another job. It's not what I'm saying, but you sometimes, most of the time, I don't know how bad she was treated. So that's not, I don't know. I'll never, I don't really, that's not my story, but if she had to leave, right there like she could not work anymore at that place sometimes that happens that's different it is hard to get a job but most of the time you stay at that job even though it stinks until you get another one that's what you do so you always have flowing in income and then you go to the next job you don't just quit and unless you absolutely have to because it is i'm not saying it's easy to find another job but it's not as hard because there is always something there. Just you never know. And I've lived in a town called Limington that you guys have never heard of that has 2000 people. And even then I said, there's always another chance for another job in now in Tom's river where it's super easy, but in over in Limington, there is, it's like miles to go to the next one, but there's always a chance. There's always something there. You just don't, you just got to look for it. And then for all, you know, you love it. Like, you never know. I've been a maid. I've been a- I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. I don't think there is always something for everyone. I don't think everyone is given the same opportunities that you were given. And I'm, I'm that that's, you know, that's not, I mean, you, that's just, you know, I think the way that it is right now. That's almost thinking back to Emma, our conversation we had a few uh, weeks ago when we had um, the two guys from Career Services on because we were talking about like, you know, bias in the workplace and things like that and talking about like how it might be harder and difficult for, you know, someone of color or anything else to come into play with that stuff too. So if you're talking about someone that, you know, I mean, no offense, Ben, but you are a white male right now or I mean, as I know of. So, I mean, we look at that. It might where'd be you, how were you able to tell? <laughs> where'd you, where'd you gather that information? Well, I'm from? telling for the people that may not or listening are on the airwaves. Are you assuming something? There, I'm, I'm, assuming, are you assuming, I'm assuming. Are you assuming? Listen, listen, I can, I can be what I want to be. So don't you dare go assuming what you think I but, am. In all fairness, though, for anyone that's does, is listening on the airwaves or anything like that, Ben is a white male. I, again, I can I say it? All right, oh, Ben, say you it. The right... <laughs> I'm a white male. But so, <laughs> who's, who's getting you? So right, my you point kinda, the my second p- that you started going, I knew you you were you're going to have to deal with that the next minute. So but, um, my point being, though, it might be a little easier for you to get it. It is 100% way easier. I'm not saying it's not. I'll never say it's not. And 100%, I have the easiest route over most everyone else and it's very convenient and i i don't think it's right 
and it's convenient. It's convenient, but it's not right. It so shouldn't then, be like that. I think Everyone with, should have an equal chance. I think, I think the genuine thing is I always say that the best person to get the best, the role that they want should be just like how it is and everything. So I think but, with saying that, Emma was proving that, that, yeah, it might be for you. It might be as simple as, you know, here, like, let me walk in and hand in an application and I'll get a job. And I'm not saying that's exactly the way that it was for you, but it's not always the same situation with other people. And that was at what Emma was At the end of saying. the day, hearing the stories that I've heard from, because listen, I worked at, I worked at two, three jobs where it was a job that I needed money. And I was working with people that have seen things and been through things that have creeped me out. I've seen drug dealers and people that have been around murderers. Like I've been around people that died. I'm like, once they tell me their story, I'm like, I need a couple of days away from you. I know you're a nice person, but you're creeping me out. And like, <laughs> you seem nice, but I'm never talking to you again. And one of those, and the, the stories are all the same. And these people are ranging of ethnicities, uh, males, females, they're all different that have all had a thing in life where it's been difficult. And I never, ever will say that it's not easier for me being a white male who just goes to school and goes to college and it's just normal well, until you meet me. So it's one of those, I, I'll never say that, but every single story is the same. If you have it more difficult, it's going to be more difficult. And I will always show, I always will wish, and I'll always wonder that it's so much more difficult for some other people because of what the cards they've been dealt, the things there, but every single story is the same. If you go for it and you you really, there is always a, there is always going to be a way out. And it's just sometimes it's harder for others. And I do agree with what you said, Emma, that some people shouldn't be going through that much. They shouldn't be such an adversity to go through. But it, with there being that, there is always a way out. They always said they're always, and it's just so much more difficult than you think. And I always am like, well, that. I don't know what to tell them. I give them like a, I give them a brownie. It's the only thing I can give them and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's some of them are so amazing that I just, I'm like, I could never do what you did, but there is always a way out. And that's what I would like people to know. There is always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to work for it. And unfortunately, I think all four of us in this room never really had to experience that. And we never want to, and you never should be, but there is a way out. And I think with that yeah. final oh, I should just went to commercial break like that. And I think with that Advice. final note from Ben, we are gonna take a quick break here on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Stay tuned. Yes, that is right. You could listen to the morning buzz here on Spotify and um, Apple, as well as YouTube and Facebook daily. But while we uh, took a quick break, I did want to give some quick facts to throw into the conversation that we did have earlier about uh, some of the COVID updates. So when we said the only state uh, with uh, the masks and such, we are the only state in the Northeast. California still has a mask mandate in place. So that is important to note as well as for transportation, like public transportation, it is still required. And that was something I missed and I wanted to throw it in there. Unbelievable, so that Amanda. Your journalistic integrity has just been put into question. Unbelievable. Actually, How no, dare because you I'm, spread lies like I'm, that? You know what? You're fake news, Amanda. <laughs> anyways, so... Hey, Amanda, are, I appreciate you. We are going to do person. this next story that Caitlin brought to talk about. Caitlin, what's going on with this cat? 
I got really scared when you came back from break because I couldn't hear anything because my AirPods are stupid. And then I was like, <laughs> I hope I, I saw that you were talking and I was like, I hope she's not talking to me. So you weren't. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I saw this story and it has to do with saving a cat. And I think that was very wholesome and we need good news. So um, we love good news. Isaac Yadam, Isaac who's a Giants player, um, rescued. Well, there was a cat stuck in his Maserati undercarriage and he called the fire department to save it. And it's so cute. I'm going to share my screen. So if you're on YouTube or Facebook Live, you can see it. Um, ah, screen share. Yeah, and for anyone it's so cute. For anyone that's not watching, um, you could always tune into our Facebook or YouTube later to see the image that Caitlin's about to show. So it says the firefighters jacked up the Maserati and partially dis- disassembled the car to reach the small cat. And that's just crazy to me. Like somebody, I didn't realize they took apart the car because somebody in the Facebook comments was like, thank you for sacrificing your car. Although I think his car is fine, but it was just funny. Look at how small it is. Oh, that's so cute. We love the good news. But like the car's in a garage too. So I don't even know how the cat got in there. It's hot. It's in Florida. So it's hot too. He said he was in Florida. The garage could have been open, maybe. Like, why did they, I get maybe that cat was looking for shade, but cats I, like the sun. No, not necessarily. It's too hot for them. Sometimes. When you have that much fur in Florida, it gets a little hot. <laughs> I mean, Fair. for sure. I, I was going to say, I, um, there's this cat that lives next door to me, um, that like, you know, that it's an outdoor cat. So it sometimes will like, just like hang out outside, like just on the porch or whatever. And it will, when I come home from like school or like work or whatever, sometimes the cat will literally just sit in my parking spot or like, you know, when maybe when I'm going to my car, we'll hide under my car. So I'm always like, so worried that when I like, will pull up to like my spot that I'm going to like, she's going to be trying to get under there or anything like that too. So that's always so worrisome. And it's something they do because they're sometimes trying to look for protection or shelter. If it's raining, sometimes they want to get away from the rain, things like that. So it's in, it's not like a rare thing to see, but we love this good story, this good news story. Well, like you go back to the picture of the cat being carried by the guy. Why? I, I want to see it again. I um, feel like that's worrisome. The, the cat looks like it's preparing for its mug shots. Like, ah, the cops got me. It's like so disappointed. <laughs> it's, it's not like, even oh, a cop, man. though. It's a I thought I was gonna, I thought I was going to get away with it. And like, so on. It looks so disappointed that it got caught. It was just cat? Yeah, the cat's like, oh, oh. man, they, they really got me this time. These stories oh. always scare me a little bit. I have an outdoor cat myself, and I'm like his person. And I he, I don't know if you can see. This is him. Um, <laughs> turned off. But yeah. It's such a cute picture. But I always worry about him because I don't always know where he is. And it makes me nervous. What if he gets stuck in a car and I don't know where he is, you know? Stress, yeah. firefighters will say <laughs> what from what we've gathered firefighters will get i guess hopefully whoever uh whoever would find him would tell somebody i hope i don't know he's also a lot <laughs> bigger than that cat i mean this my cat is like huge so he i don't think he'd actually fit in a car like that but <laughs> your cat would be struggling to get in a bit yeah. <laughs> give up halfway through my cat my cat's uh my cat just sits on a sits on our couch and meows at everyone that sits on the three seater couch and she's on the far left. That's so you yell at anyone that sits down. Like, well, why? So just be like, round. Like, hard oh, geez. Then I get up and have a bad seat. 
Yeah. So, cats rule the world. They do. They do. <laughs> Run the world's cats. <laughs> All right. So before we kind of wrap up the, the show today, we have this last story that we're going to touch on. Some odd, some odd news, uh, of course, because we always have to have like an odd story in the show. So a 111-year-old Australian recommends eating chicken brains. That's weird. <laughs> well, it's odd news. <laughs> so it's uh, this is, of course, courtesy of AP News. Retired cattle rancher Dexter Kruger on Monday marked 124 days since he turned 111, a day older than the war, a day older than World War One veteran Jack Lockett was when he died in 2002. But uh, Kruger told Australian Broadcasting Corporation in an interview at his nursing home that the way to long life and longevity, chicken brains, quote, you know, chickens have a head and in there there's a brain and they're delicious little things, end quote. And then another quote from him. What a, what a, what there's, a profound only, statement. there's only one little bite, end quote, again. So, and then, uh, of course, John Taylor, a founder of the Australian Book of Records, confirmed that Kruger is the oldest ever Australian man. So, what do we think? Do we think the real way of living longer in life is eating chicken brains? No. It might be, but I'd, I'd rather not live. Yeah, chicken. I'd rather <laughs> not do it. <laughs> but good. 111. Oh. But um, good for you him. Think that, I like, don't think that chicken him. brain was the reasonable source of his longevity. Okay. Well, I mean, but the people say a lot of things. They always say like, oh, if you have a little bit of chocolate every day, that, that's the You key. saw the same video on social media, didn't you? <laughs> what? No, I've seen that like for years. I've always seen that like what? chocolate or people like people always have like different things that they like. Oh, or like a glass of wine. A so glass of wine. Yeah. Like there's always this like key. Well, like, isn't a glass of wine good for your heart though? Yeah, probably a certain amount. Yeah, that's what they're, that's like, what they're not saying. Not like a, yeah, not like a drinking Thank the whole you, bottle. You drink <laughs> in moderation. No, you drink the whole bottle, Kenny, not in moderation. You just, um, drink, you just, get, you just drink the whole bottle and boom, your heart's good. perfect. Basically, but, everything in moderation is good. I think you, it's, for, you have a super heart if you just chug yeah, a bottle. That's what I always say, though. Everything I, in moderation, no matter what it is. Unless I, it's water, then drink a lot of water. Yes, Actually, yes. if you drink too much water, it's bad for you. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but, yeah. If so, with all of this though in mind, do you guys have? Do you guys think you have like a key to living? Like, do you guys think has there been something that's maybe passed down in your family that's like, ah, the key of living longer in life is you know said glass of wine. Said, does anybody like have anything like that? My my mom plans to live to be a hundred. I'm sorry, I don't have anything. (laughs) My mom wants to live to be a hundred, and that's just her life goal. I don't know how she's gonna do. My mom's goal is. My mom always told me ever since I was young don't die and that's what i use just don't die just, just don't die like like no so when i went out like like i would go out and like i would literally just like start to like say things completely worse than what i was going to do so i'd make it the things that i do not sound as bad so i'd walk out and be like oh you know i'm gonna go i'm i'm gonna go start a riot and then just walk out and then then i come back and then i would have been past curfew but i'd be like well i didn't cause an uproar so but then uh then uh, she caught on to that so now my new thing is she just yells don't die and i was like all right bet 
I could be incarcerated, but I didn't die. I'll be like, fine. <laughs> like, I listen, didn't. I follow the rules. <laughs> I didn't die. I didn't die. <laughs> My great grandmother, she lived to be 101, I think. Oh. Yeah. And she, we're actually not biologically related because my mom is adopted, but she rode like a stationary bike pretty much until she was 99, I think, every day. So, I mean, that probably helped. So that's always been my thing where I'm like, all right, when you're like, I don't know, 40, make sure you get a bike. And you just- start you start exercising. Yeah. Make sure when you yeah. get to a certain age, you start that exercise and that everybody's been saying the whole your whole life you should yeah. be doing. I kind of do it now, but like lately it's like, I don't have time. I have all these finals and classes yeah. and like, it's impossible, but maybe when I'm 90, I'll have time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey, I think we'll have to see. I mean, luckily we are, I think I, I'm, am I the oldest one out of all of you? 21? I'm 21. How old are you guys? 20. 20. 20. Oh, okay. So I guess we'll have to see. How would I have 20? ever guessed your age? I know. Same to you. Our birthdays are back to back. Oh, really? <laughs> That's so funny. I was um, born then 15 hours later unfortunately yeah, this is true. <laughs> we had we had a little combined birthday it was cute that's oh, fun yeah. that's fun I so that. amanda i have to say mm-hmm. you have officially passed the school of me completely roasting you at every little thing you do i know this is congratulations crazy. you this did it crazy um yes for anyone that missed the beginning of the show this is my last tuesday edition of the morning buzz where i'll be hosting um with Caitlin and you know Ben roasting me and of course the lovely Emma what are you you doing how is that comfortable stretching my arms what how is what is stretching you can't crack your arm like that you're actually reducing your ability to and for again for anyone that's not watching on Facebook I just stretched my arms and Ben freaked out (laughs) you can crack your how do you guys do that every time I go in no it's the fact that she's like this like it will probably she's like this which can crack but it looked like you're like here and like going in and I don't know how you well I will say since since this is my last Tuesday buzz I want to like have my pedestal for a second Ben if that if that's okay with you um I just want to thank you guys for a great semester I hope you guys all finish finals well and I can't wait to see what you guys do with the buzz in the summer and the fall so I'm excited to see what comes with all of you guys and you guys were a great joy to share the semester with so Thank you. When with that, here on 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey, my name's Amanda Marino, and I was, of course, joined with Caitlin Arisa Saba, Emma Coughlin, and Ben Petrick. Hope you all have a great day, and stay tuned for the Morning Buzz tomorrow at 8 to 9. Have a great day. I'm always last.